A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy rich food and pure choice wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples, the web that is woven over all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces. The reproach of his people he will remove from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Behold our God, to whom we looked to save us. This is the Lord for whom we looked. Let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain.
Dios favisco. Ad Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundo Mateo. At that time, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain, and sat down there. Great crowds came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. They placed them at his feet, and he cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, for fear they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to him, where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, how many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. Verbum Domini. Our readings today point us to the gift and the reality of the Holy Eucharist made present through the sacrifice of the Mass. In Isaiah, we hear of the Lord preparing for us a feast on the mountain. This feast, which would be for all nations, is also a sacrificial feast. Brent Petrie points out the sacrificial nature of this feast with a very small detail that unfortunately is not found in the translation we just heard in the lectionary. The translation we heard from the first reading is that this will be a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy rich food and pure choice wines. The RSV Catholic edition translates it as a feast of fat things a feast of choice wines, of fat things full of marrow, of choice wines well refined. So that simple phrase, fat things, refers to temple sacrifice. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 3, verse 16, when describing animal sacrifice, which was offered to God, we hear that all fat is the Lord's. So when animals were offered up in sacrifice, the priests did not keep the fat of the animals for themselves, although that was seen as being very valuable. It was burned up in sacrifice to Almighty God. So the phrase from today's reading, a feast of fat things, would be an allusion to a sacrificial offering. And of course, we receive the Holy Eucharist from the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, offered on the mountain of Calvary. Our psalm today also points us to the gift of the Eucharist. It's a psalm that we're very familiar with. 
St. Ambrose in his book on the sacraments says, how often have you heard Psalm 23 and not understood it? See how it is applicable to the heavenly sacraments. So we can see references and links to a number of the sacraments in Psalm 23. You heard the sisters sing, in verdant pastures he gives me repose, or in green pastures he gives me repose. So in the gospel today, when we heard the multiplications of the loaves and the fish, there's two accounts, the feeding of the 4,000, the feeding of the 5,000. And these miracles are reported in all four of the gospels. So it's a very important, these are very important events because they directly prefigure the Holy Eucharist. But in St. John's gospel, he gives a detail that when the Lord was gonna do this miracle, St. John notes that there was much grass in that area. So you can think of this imagery from Psalm 23. In green pastures, he gives me repose. That again, this is pointing to the Holy Eucharist. We also hear in this Psalm 23, beside restful waters, he leads me. You think of the waters of baptism. And then he refreshes, or another translation is, he restores my soul. You think of the gift of sacrament of confession which our souls are restored to God's grace. And even though I walk in the dark valley or the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me courage. So we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, right? We have the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. And we know that God has healed people physically through that sacrament of the anointing of the sick, but the primary effect of the anointing of the sick is the strength of soul, courage to endure that suffering, that trial that God is permitting in our lives. So we see the anointing of the sick. We also hear you spread the table before me and my cup overflows. Again, another reference to the Holy Eucharist, the imagery of the Holy Eucharist. And then you anoint my head with oil. We know that in the sacrament of baptism and confirmation, our heads are anointed with holy oil, with sacred chrism. But it's through the sacraments that we meet Christ and we're strengthened for the journey. And again, as I mentioned earlier, the gospel today is the account, again, of our Lord miraculously feeding the 4,000. And he provides an abundance and does not let any go to waste. And this has been continually understood and interpreted in the church as a prefigurement of the Holy Eucharist. The Eucharist, the body and blood of our Lord, is our food for the journey, the nourishment of our souls. Again, in the first reading, we heard that it was on this mountain that the Lord will provide. It's very interesting, too, that traditionally we walk up the steps to the altar. We go up to the mountain of Calvary the holy sacrifice of the Mass. But our Lord provides for us and nourishes our souls with himself in the Holy Eucharist, and we know that he is sufficient for us. So we pray for the grace today to prepare our hearts well to receive him in the holy sacrament of the Eucharist. As we pray during the collect at the beginning of Mass, prepare our hearts, we pray, O Lord our God, by your divine power so that at the coming of Christ your Son, we may be found worthy of the banquet of eternal life and merit to receive heavenly nourishment from his hands. Amen.